Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. As long as the family, we chose this one. This is episode 337, Life in the Fast Lane, number 22. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And Joe, it's time to land that boat. Let us tarry no oh. further. Let us dive right into Too Fast, Too Furious. Launch right minutes. onto. Launch right onto that minute. Wouldn't it be funny if like somehow like there the car was in the, in the air for like a full minute and just like we, we didn't land until the next minute, but... Now, as you'll hear, we land. I think I broke my arm. So in this minute, Brian and Roman successfully land the car onto Carter Verone's boat. Brian and Roman groan and writhe in pain. Brian holds his head, Roman his arm. Carter approaches the car with a shotgun in hand as Brian reaches for his pistol and shoots Carter in the shoulder, knocking him back. Carter's shotgun blasts into the sky. Carter reaches for his shotgun on the ground. Monica steps in, kicks his hand away, and picks up the shotgun. She draws it on him and tells him it's over. Carter sits up as the minute ends. And this is one of them, like, even even not knowing where it would start or where it would stop, like, like this is exactly how I thought it was going to play out, right? It's just like, yeah, this is this is the minute. The minute starts immediately with the car in the air. Yeah. Perfectly right in the air. It just th- launches us right onto the boat off the rip. And I think a fun thing about watching this on repeat, like, eight or ten or twelve times or whatever I watched on it. On repeat? Like, I like seeing the guy, one of Carter's henchmen, jump out of the way. I like seeing all the debris, like, just explode outward. Like, it, you really get a sense of, like, the work done. We just watched the Icons Unearthed episode previously. Yeah. About them doing the stunt and how they did it on the wires and blah, blah, yes. blah. But it's really funny when you watch it broken down, paused, everything, on loop, one minute. You see the explode, like... There's clearly an explosion that happens that is not related to mm-hmm. the car landing mm-hmm. on the boat. Mm-hmm. Like the car hits the boat and then they like are like, okay, gas, and they hit the button and yep. then it's like ba boom, like afterwards. It's really fun. I agree. Very, very fun. Uh, my question to you, my big question is, and I think the answer to both of these is no, is can this car or can the boat be salvaged? Or are they both fucked? I mean, anything can be fixed, right? Like, yes. a car is only totaled when the when the cost of the repair is more than the worth, the value of the car, right? But, like, yes. if you really love a car, you can fix anything at any, whatever. You can replace anything, whatever. So, like, well, like the if they, like, both. break the frame or something. So, like, that, I'm saying the car is possibly forever broken, mm-hmm. right? Like, they could have bent the frame. This is something that, like, is is now beyond a normal repair. The boat, I feel like it's it's a lot of cosmetics. It's on the top of it, like... 
I'm sure you could repair. Like the boat is still functional. It didn't damage the engines or anything. Part of me wonders, and this is extrapolating to a future we don't see, but like cops who have a grudge against Carter, run, like because the, the cleanup of this, right? Like Carter gets arrested, as we will see in the next in the coming minutes, right? Yes. But like some kind of cop or something has to like go in with like a, a helicopter crane or something and take the car off and then tow the boat and whatever. No, I think the boat parks, but with the yes. car in it. Yes, yes, yes. Because, like I said, I don't think they hit the engines or anything. They land on the top of the boat. But like, I'm wondering, like, if, if, if a cop with a grudge with, like, a, either a helicopter with, like, a magnet or, like, a claw A magnet, yeah, cops have helicopter magnets, yeah. Somebody with a grudge can, like, sort of swing the car around and damage more of the boat as they get it off. Be like, oops, sorry, went the wrong it's way. It's one of these, like, you're walking the perp down the street and you just... Yep. You hit them into a wall. You accidentally hit their head on the car as you put them in the car, right? Exactly, yeah. Oops, I accidentally dropped the car into the front of the boat. Sorry. Because I I think getting the car off is not going to be an easy feat. I mean, we don't see that, but, you know, I don't know. You pull it into the right dock, right marina. I think that you could do it pretty. Like unloading. They unload cargo from boats all the time. But you think that, that's true, but you think that the boat is in better shape than the car. I do. Just based on size. Just based on, like... No, big, just because it doesn't boat, hit the car. engine or anything yeah. like that. Like, everything's on top. I think that you could probably fix that part. No, that jet ski that flies off the boat, lands in the water perfectly, that's okay. <laughs> Seems, dude, I, that was my favorite part of this minute, and you didn't have it. I added it to the thing, because when the explosion goes off, the jet ski does, like, a perfect 360 spin in the air and lands flush on the water, totally fine. It looks like it's, like, just drivable after that. What's the same, like, what is it that something, like, something wants to be in the water, or, like, there's, like, things, like, you know, things want to be at equilibrium, it's just, like, a jet ski yes. wants to be upright in the water, like, it's going to find its feet, right? Like, a cat wants to land on its feet, a exactly. jet ski wants to land right side up, it's going Life to figure out Life finds a way. Exactly. Um, the only other note that I have is that the score, the David Arnold score, the song Dukes of Hazard Stunt ends in this minute, and the so cleverly titled Brian Shoots Verone begins. But Joe, okay. what did you find in this minute? What of note happens in minute ninety-seven? I got the the jet ski was my favorite part. Um, got the guns that they have. Uh, it's definitely a Discovery seventy-two. There's something. There's like something written on like the two. I don't even know what they are. Like they look like buoys that the car kind of blows off, but I can't read what those are. Okay. And then lastly, my other favorite thing is that Cartavrone has a really big diamond ring on his right middle finger as he's like reaching across his chest. And I was like, that seems like a gangster cocaine dealer thing to have. It's a money thing. It's a money thing. Like he has a yacht. He has a big ass diamond ring on his middle finger. It's pretty cool. I want to flip somebody off with a big ass diamond ring like Carter Verone. Sure. Blow. Look at my shit. That kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Why are we stuck in spring breakers? I brought it up. It's my fault. You brought it Never up. Mind. It's your yeah. fault. Um, so I have a trivia question. Before we get there, you said before we started recording, you have a great dumb name for the minute. What would you like to name? What would you like to title Minute 97? And am I going to like it or am I not going to like it? I think you're going to like it. Based on us behind the scenes, just recording the episode of Passenger 57. Oh, you were recording this a week early because I'm going on a work trip. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. With Garrett Smith. I would like to title this minute. I have had it with all these motherfucking cars on these motherfucking boats. I don't want to put a swear in the title of the episode. I have had it with all these blank cars. What's on the these what's the TV edit boats? Mother freaking? No, Mother it's, freaking? 
monkey fighting snakes on this Monday through Friday plane. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. That, we, okay. Perfect. Thank you. I, I I accept addendums, but I just have snakes on the plane, on the brain, and these are cars on boats. So I think that is an appropriate title for today. I've had it with these monkey fighting cars on this Monday through Friday boat. <laughs> Every once in a while, the title is so long they need to like relay out the way that I have the text set up in Photoshop, <laughs> and I think that I think this is going to do it again here. Oh yeah, I forgot that's the title of the. That's going to be the title of the episode too. Yeah, I that's why I don't want to swear. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's okay. Fine. I got you. I got you. This I've had is it really... with these monkey fighting cars on this Monday through Friday boat. That's perfect. Insane. Awesome. So for that minute, the trivia question. So I think there's, I think there's two things. The one thing that I did not that we could ask about that I don't have here is Go ahead. where are Brian and Roman hurt? Like Brian is holding his head, Roman his arm. Yeah, I was gonna say Roman says I think my arms broke, and what did Roman think was broken? He could be like, oh, I think my my shoulders broken, my whatever nose, head. Whatever. But because yes, I like the, your question. The too. question that came up with, like, because in my head, I like without having seen it, I, I don't know that I would get the answer right. But the question I have is as Brian and Roman crash their car into Carter's boat, or is it on? It's really onto Carter's boat. Yes. He moves onto. on them with a shotgun. Suddenly he shot who shoots him. And if you asked me before seeing the minute, I would have been like, is it Monica? It might be Monica, but it's Brian. Yes, because you remember her with the gun. You remember Brian with the gun. And also, and they also just, they Tyrese hands him the gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Tyrese mm-hmm. is like, Brian, grab the gun and slides it to him. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's actually a very appropriate question. I like it a lot, too. The answer is Brian, but like I do think that any of three of them could be right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like this. I, I saw your question. I'm I'm standing behind you. I like this. It's good. It's logical. You should go with your right answer, but knowing us... You might second-guess yourself yeah. because you don't actually know the answer. Yep. The good thing is that now that we are recording this, now that we are in the year of our Lord 2024, sometime this year we are going to take this quiz. This is this is the year where we take the Too Fast, Too Furious quiz. And I'm so fucked. This is the year in which we fail the Too Fast, Too Furious quiz. I'm super fucked. I, you know, do I get to – okay. I think that we should – can we make a gentleman's agreement right now? I'm I'm waiting. Okay, I want you to agree first. I'm not going to agree to the uh, that we we I will agree that we might be able to make an agreement. Sure, what's the agreement? <laughs> okay, I think we should get one watch through immediately before taking the quiz. Okay, hold on. So here's here's a question. So we do minute. Oh, God. Okay, never mind. I forgot that we're, like, basically at the end of the lap. So we do 98 before the tune-up. We do 99 before Too Fast. Are we are we going in raw, or are we, like, should we, well, should, I was can thinking, we get like, one watch through, clean through, and then take the quiz immediately afterwards? Because I think that would be the best for me. So we our Too Fast, Too Furious episode comes out in March, okay? Okay. We finish the credits for the minute in May. So you want to watch Too Fast again in May? No, I, or the reverse. Can we, like, take what we have done of the... Well, I guess that doesn't really help anything. We did the first one as a Patreon bonus episode. We just took the quiz. I don't remember if that episode was good. If you listened to that, let us know. Family at Cage Club. Me. I can't imagine yeah, Should we do that again? To, but we could. Yeah, should sure. we do that again? Yeah. I think maybe we just... We wait until we finish the credits in May. We watch the movie again. 
That's what I mean. No, I was just saying, like, is it banned for us to sneak a watch in immediately I, before? Honestly, I don't think it's going to help. I'm trying. It's I'm going, trying anything I can dig into. You're going to remember the things we asked questions about, and then you're going to have to remember those answers. Oh, which there are more than 100 questions. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're, you I, think, I, think, I think we're fucked no matter what. I, but, like, let's give it a watch. Okay. Before. Okay. We'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. But, yes. In May, after we finish this movie, The Minutes... Because then we're going to have, like, the reason we're not doing Tokyo Drift till the fall is because we have all the deleted scenes and everything like that. But, like, those, we don't do questions about those. No, you're right. We only do questions about the movie. So we can do this in May. We'll be fine. Okay. okay. We're, I mean, we're fu- we're not going to be fine because we're going to be fucked, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. It makes sense. Anything else that you want to say about minute 97 of Too Fast, Too Furious? This is another, like, perfectly bookended fucking minute. Yeah. It's it's pretty incredible. Like, it, it goes... Onto the, like, the car is jumping in the air, and it ends with Monica pointing the gun at Carter Verone. It's perfect. So the way that I have it lap- mapped out, we have minute 101 as the last standalone, so the credits probably start in 101. So we have at least three, if not four, full minutes of movie left. Perfect. We'll Sounds see. excellent. Yeah. And it's only going to take us through May to do it. Sounds perfect. All right, Joe. On the street, oh boy. Okay, on the streets. News about the Fast and Furious. Oh god. So, are we starting? Are we starting hot? Are we going? I think we got to start hot. hot. So we're recording this a week early. So if things happen, but in the next, you know, this is going to come out in the main feed two weeks from yesterday, right? This will come out on January sixteenth. The patrons will get it on January eleventh or so. Yes. We recorded the F nine episode early because of Christmas. Minutes before this happened. And then after that happened, Vin Diesel was accused of sexual battery. Yes. And the details are horrific. And we had just been talking about what could end the Fast We and the literally Furious. talked about who could get canceled to end the franchise. And you said something like, Vin, but even then they'd find a way to get through it. Yes. It's from like the first or second. It's like from the first movie, right? It's like it's a long time. No, it's from ago. 2010. Okay, so not during the filming of Fast Five. Okay. Um. So we don't. I'm not going to go into the details here because in case that's you know I don't want to because it's it's yeah it's, yeah, yeah it's exactly. Gnarly. But if you want to look into that, but like we're not going to stop the podcast. It's I said to you, I'm glad that we cover all those movies because like I don't you know who knows. But just know that we know about the allegations. Um, we recorded the F9 episode before they came out. Um, I don't know if we would have... I mean, our conversation with Brian would have been totally different had we... It would have been wildly different. Yeah. But we do know about them. Um, I don't know that I have more to say about it, but do you have anything else you want to say about that or no? I think even with getting rid of Vin that they actually won't no matter what just because that's how these things work mm. that that just that's how the universe i mean like america works and that i can't see the fast and the furious ever ending there's too many people and moving parts and jobs yep for one person to destroy the franchise with their shitty actions uh-huh and that's my thoughts on it. 
Um, I do think that, like, whatever they have in store, if they, you know, there's going to be a Hobbs movie, which who knows if Vin is going to be involved with, either in front of the screen or behind the screen. You know, who knows if the writer's strike messed that up at all, you know, independent of this. But I do think that, like, if this comes to light and is founded and blah, 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 whatever. Yes. Um, we might not see, you know, Vin past these main movies, but, you know. I agree. Knows? Yeah, I think who that they've... Knows? They would likely get rid of him. I can't see him. I can't see him not being a shadow involved part of them, no matter what. And he's still going to get paid from them, no yep. matter what. Yep. So, yep. It's just a sad reality. In other news, though, what else have you seen about the Fast and Furious since we last recorded? I was watching College Game Day. Yep. On January first. Uh, the Rock and his wife, or well, ex-wife, what's her name? I forget her name. Do you remember? Danny. From Danny from Young Rock were on College Game Day talking about the merger of the USFL and the XFL to the UFL. The United Football League. Yeah, and it was really fucking cool. Um, uh, Pat McAfee kept referencing how much he watched Young Rock. Like whenever The Rock would say something about it, he'd be like, "I watched Young Rock. I know all about this." And like The Rock would laugh at him. It was a cool thing they were doing. I mean, they were obviously doing promo because, like, I think like part of it's going to be on ESPN and Fox and something else. They really wanted to work. Uh, they are the official spring football league with all kinds of TV partners. Uh, sad for me, the Pittsburgh Maulers went bankrupt like oh, no. minutes before this happened but other than that it's gonna be cool so the high level details from the athletic thing the leagues announced in september their intent to merge they officially did this though the league kicks off on march 30th of this year 2024 the ufl will have eight teams five xfl three usfl um games will be broadcast on abc fox espn and fox sports one it kicks off with the two champions facing each other Arlington Renegades and the Birmingham Stallions. Both teams won their respective yep. league championships last year. Four teams in the XFL Conference, four USFL Conference teams. The Houston Roughnecks were in the XFL but overlapped with the Gamblers and will therefore be in the USFL Conference. So Arlington, San Antonio, St. Louis, and D.C. are in the XFL. And the USFL is Birmingham, Houston, Memphis, and Michigan. This is not This is the right move. This was the incredible right move. I'm happy about it. This is going to be fun, and hopefully it doesn't get murdered by COVID this time. Yes. Oh, Pat McAfee was also like, hey, just to let you know, the XFL was, like, way more fun than the USFL was. So, like, are you guys going to be lame or, like, do the XFL shit? And they're like, we're working to kind of bring the best That's ideas together. answer. Also, I mean, well, like, they were just I, playing. I, I know that these are different audiences, but, like, they basically, like, hey, we're kicking off as baseball kicks off. So, like, anybody who, like, has been looking forward to baseball is not going to watch this shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be, like. No, but I, I don't think that the right, average football yes. fan is, like, I'm so excited for baseball and, like, I hate spring football. Like, if you're a football fan, usually it's, like, okay, give me more football. And, like, th there's a void there. So, yep. yeah. True. And also, baseball in fucking March? No. Like, I mean, I get it, but, like, what, what, when does baseball actually start? April? Does it actually start in April? Um, It starts in March. Baseball actually starts in fucking March. When's, like, pitchers and catchers? Like, January? February. Is it, like, next week? February. It's always, Jesus like, six Christ. weeks before the season. Baseball never ends, and it always starts, never ends. Bro, as soon as the Super Bowl ends, we're like, all right, NFL draft. we got to talk about the NFL draft. we got to do the NFL draft. And then as soon as the NFL draft's over, it's like, all right, when's, when's training camp? When's no, it's the camp? combine first, Joey. It's true. You miss the combine. And then there's a big lull. It's the combine, the draft, 
big lol OTAs, not really, not really mini camp lol. OTAs. Yes, it's McAfee doesn't show up. Completely different. Anyway, what else about the Fast and Furious have you seen in the last couple of weeks? Uh, that's all I can remember off the top of my head. What else you got, bud? I have two things from Screen Rant that I'm not going to read because they're just clickbait, but they're two titles that I agree with. Fast 10 fails Jordana Brewster's Mia after redeeming the character in F9. I'm like, yep, true. Yeah, true. Very true. Sure. Yeah. And the other one, which I never thought about, was Fast and Furious did a much better cliffhanger ending than Fast 10 14 years ago. And that was the end of 4, where they have Dom on the bus and the cars come up to break him out. And that's a much better cliffhanger ending than him and Baby B just like in a ravine, maybe about to die. You think the 4 is a better cliffhanger than this? I think it's a more satisfying look ahead. It's a more this satisfying. Is, I, yeah. We don't know the end of this one yet. So I, I don't think, the, I think the jury is out still on the cliffhanger and Vin Diesel, of... <laughs> boy, oh boy. <laughs> and we will find out the ending eventually. That's all the news. There's no there's no real news. I don't know, like, the actor strike is over, the writer strike is over, like, things are back, but, like, I, I haven't seen things. I'm sure Reaction Rocket's probably seen, like, because he reads trades even beyond the trades that I read. Uh, but, I don't know. Maybe Hobbs is here, maybe not Hobbs is here. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Is Dwayne Johnson in charge of the UFL? <laughs> he is. What's his role? Partially. Is he like co CEO or whatever? Co owner? Dude, it's all fucking Danny, dude. I know, but it's he's not Danny. him at all. He's just he's just the figurehead. He's like, com- I think he's completely useless. It's like it's really her like running the shit, and he's just like her trophy husband, ex husband, trophy ex husband. But is he in Fast Eleven? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, the next thing to do is icons. We unearth- should start playing. Is Vin in Fast Eleven? Oh boy, too soon. <laughs> the next thing to do is icons unearth episode three, the tune-up. Joe, who is sponsoring this segment? This episode of Icons Unearth is brought to you by the exciting manga Tokyo Underground. Brought to you by Square Enix. Shout out to Tokyo Underground. Well, shout out to Tokyo Underground, and this episode, episode three, The Tuna, which they totally stole from us. After the mediocre reception of Too Fast, Too Furious, Universal risks it all on a brand new creative team, a younger cast, and a new kind of racing. This is about Tokyo Drift and Fast and Furious, both movies in one episode. And I was saying to you before we started recording, this is my least favorite of the three so far. Yeah, I feel like, well, we already got the news from it that was like, the they had a fake director in japan to get arrested and i feel like that became like a big headline when this came out that was one thing that if we didn't know that we'd be like oh my god but like we knew it yes um but other than that it's just like i mean lucas black is in it so that's kind of cool right in his sort of empty room in front of a big fireplace i was thinking as i watched this like lucas black was born 40 and has become 43 since then Right, like, he, he doesn't look like he's that much older than when he was in Tokyo Drift. Like, he's older, but, like, not, like, that much older. Well, but I think like also, like, looked... if, if he wasn't, if he hadn't been in F9, I think we would have been like, oh, that's what he looks like now. But, like, we just saw him a couple years ago. You know what I mean? Like, we know what he looks like now, because he, this is... But this he doesn't look much older. He, he looked way old in, in Tokyo Drift, and now he just looks, like, a little bit older than that. Like, he, he hit a nice plateau there. Like, yeah. I think he's catching up to his, he's, his age is catching up to his, his look. Yeah. 
I liked that they referred to Tokyo Drift as Fast and Furious Junior, which I think is a very funny way of just like, it's not just high school, it's just Fast and Furious Junior, like for kids. Yeah, they did reference it as the high school Fast and the Furious too, which I thought Brian would be excited about. The interesting thing I thought was the orig- the origin of the Han character. Like this is one of the like there's a handful of things I think were new and interesting in this in this episode. Originally a black character named Phoenix. Yes. Yes. But then, Which don't they have Phoenix? They have Phoenix, Phoenix in, is in 4. four. Yeah, but he's a bad yeah. guy. He's he's a black guy named Phoenix, but he's a bad guy. Yes. Um, but, which they're just like, this is such a cool name, man. We got to use this name sometime. Yeah, like we, we got to like, oh, keep man, that in our back pocket. Universal, like, when Justin Lin was hired, they're like, we're going to have this character. And Universal's like, no, you're going you're gonna to take this guy. You're going to take Sun Kang. And he just, like, they brought Han over. So. And they talk about how, like, Han is Han from Better Luck Tomorrow. And that they, like, even had to, like, change his, he's always eating because he was smoking in Better Luck Tomorrow. And they're kind of toning it down for the big screen and a yep. big movie. And I thought that was pretty cool that they, like, acknowledged that, yes, it is Han. It's intentionally Han, same guy. And they were also saying that because they cast Bow Wow as Twinkie, which, this is weird. So they had, the Han character was going to be black, and then the Twinkie character, as we know from the racial nickname, the racist nickname, was going to be Asian, right? Yes. But they cast a black guy as the guy that they were Twinkie initially character. Asian. Yep. Yes. And so they're like, well, we can't have two of the same ethnicity, so we got to do the other one. we got to flip-flop them, right? So it's just like, okay. I liked Tyrese's, like, one race productions, because... Vin and I don't see color. We're one human race. And I was like, I wonder if they believe that they believe that. I have a question for you. Why didn't we cover Annapolis? Jordana Brewster and Tyrese and apparently like It's going to be in a future lap. It was the only lap we really theoretically could have covered it in so far as a Tokyo Drift lap. And I'd rather just watch like samurai movies than like some movie that's Fair. probably good not point. very good. <laughs> very good point. I'd rather watch Lady very, very or Kill Bill or whatever, right? Like, Yeah, know. fucking mm-hmm. sick. I get it. Yeah, baby, baby, uh, baby cart and whatever. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that 95% of the movie was filmed in America. Like, I realize that it's a lot, but, like, the fact that there was that much here is cool. That? The Shibuya crossing in a church parking lot behind a Costco, like, how they actually recreated Shibuya was very cool. Very cool. And on that note, I was very impressed with how much that they kept saying that all of this was practical and not yeah. CG, considering how much of Tokyo Drift looks like it's computer generated, well, right? even the shot. So the the coolest thing to me, again, well-documented history in the show that I don't give a shit about cars. I think the coolest thing in either of these things was them interviewing or getting the talking heads from the stunt drivers and yes. like the Swedish guy who like grew up driving on frozen lakes. And the it's other really guy. funny. Yeah, the, the two stunt drivers that are drift, like, the drifters that do the drifting, they're like, we just drive in snow. Yeah. They're like, we're really good at driving in snow. So, mm-hmm. like, once they were like, do you want to, like, do these things? And they're like, we're really good at turning cars sideways and controlling them because we drive in snow a lot. And it's also funny to me that, like, we, we've always said that, like, four marks the pivot away from cars into action. But, like, to have one Go of those ahead. guys be like, I realized when we were doing four, like, not a lot of driving. The coolest thing that they said, I think it was the lady that was the voice of the GPS, who was like, what, production assistant or something yes, the like assistant, that? Uh, the assistant editor, I think, yes. She said specifically, and I really like this line, that four was like, uh, I'm going to paraphrase her, but was like the crux of the suspension of disbelief. Mm. And I think that's a good way to put it. We always put like, you know, these are car movies versus action movies. These are whatever versus whatever. This is like before. This is a trilogy. But she pinpoints that four is like when you're like, 
okay, I'm in this enough that like now we can suspend belief, shit will get wacky, and we're still in it. And that's a really good way to put it. That's something that I've never like pinpointedly said before, but I agree. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that's really. I think that's a a, a smart thing that she said, and also a good thing to pick up on for you. But I think going back to what you're saying about like how much of Tokyo Drift looks like CGI, like there's the shot that they even emphasize here about like we're gonna do this with CGI, like when they're in the parking deck and they drift like an inch away from the wall. Yes. And the stunt driver's like, no, I can do that. And I'm like, well, we could. It's just easy to do in CGI. Like, why would we not do it? And he's like, and they did it three times, like for real. But like. That shot looks it fake looks as like hell. CGI. It looks fake as hell. It looks super fake. Super fake. Yeah. So I don't know if they maybe maybe he didn't and they didn't get the actual shot in a way that they wanted to use it. You know what I mean? Like they, they, it might be CGI, but he did it. But like it's just like, well, if he could do it, why didn't you get the real like just rig a camera up, strap it to the side of that fucker, and just go? But also very cool was them talking about how they rigged the go kart with a camera to drive through the crowds. I really like that. That was a very smart, very cool, and it makes a lot of sense. And it and it gives a real. That's something that I couldn't articulate of why I like Tokyo Drift so much, but it brings a really weird feeling of realism to Tokyo Drift. I also liked how they described at getting the, the drifting and the skidding sound effects by adding screams and wildcat roars Swipes. and squeegee noises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, squeegee noises, yeah. The death and return of Han, I thought was very interesting, because like it's, it's the thing we've talked about the most, more than probably anything else, about the way that they retcon it, whatever... But showing this movie to test audiences and they're being like, it kind of adds, it ends sad. And then them being like, well, we need to bring Vin back, right? And like, so they, they that's why they go get the cameo. But also like thinking he's dead and then Justin Lin and John Sung Kang stopping at an Arby's and getting swarmed by Fast and Furious fans being like, yes, we love Han so much. It sucks that he's dead. And they're like, does he have to be? Is he and dead? then they figured it out from there. But it's also really, really funny that like how reverent to the one line Twinkie's Han is dead, all right? Like, they're like, we can't make Twinkie a liar. Like, he says this line, we need to set everything else in the past, because Han is dead. And then, like, you know, a couple years later... It could just be, like, Twinkie was wrong. Yeah. But then a couple years later, they're like... like, Twinkie was fucking wrong, dude. Fuck that guy. Like, no, he's alive. Like, he's not even just not dead, like, because it's in the past. He's he's just not dead because, you know, Mr. Nobody yanked him out. I like that uh, Michelle knew the importance of Letty and, like, tried to be like, yo try to haunt me here mm-hmm. like we can we can come back from this and they're like no you're dead and she's like i think the fans are gonna be pissed at you about this one too and she was right they tiptoe around that in a way that like they never once mentioned the word fridging right they no. never they never no. say like oh you know like this is like, it follows like it's like this was a way to make her death mean something and no, to, to give the movies gravity to really you know emotional stakes and create a revenge movie it's like no man like you just killed off like a main female the character only woman. to like propel it like you did like what every movie has done for decades and like people hate about every movie right like uh and then lastly for me i didn't know that they moved four up do you remember that did you know that no but that was so fucked up yeah they were like hey man people are kind of digging what you got of this movie so far so just like finish it three months early go because they were like, wow, we didn't realize how much post-production we need to do in this movie. There's so much CGI. And we're, we wanted more time. And they're like, not only do you not have more time, you have to you have, you have much three, less three time. months less time. It's like, oh. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah. And everybody was fucking miserable and just, like, slept in this place, like, 24-7, ran out of clothes. And they're like, but we got it done. And, they're, and like, every single person they interview is like, that was, like, the worst time of my life. 
Like, the worst time of my life. I think it was Randy Carter who emailed them recently about, like, why he doesn't like 4, and it's because of those, like, scenes, like, how much CGI is in the tunnels, and it's like, yeah, no, they all, like, watching them make that, after, after like, you see the stunt drivers of the 3 and how much they're doing practically, and just, like, have a car in front of a green screen, like, rumbling around and, like, just, like, computerizing the background, just, like, this sort of sucks. I get you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I like the scene, but it's like compared to what it was, it's like it's a bummer. It is. It is. But you know, you do what you got to do. Amen. Also, them them just explaining whatever like race scene in four that they were like, yeah, we didn't really plan it out. We just started shooting. I was like, that's a fucking wild idea. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. So we stopped doing that after that because it was like twenty million dollars over budget or something insane. And you're like, yeah. Don't just, like, start shooting a car chase scene with no fucking plans. I didn't know that. That's, like, something that, like, somebody, like, like, we always are, like, we don't know, like, what goes into this Uh and, like, what the background was. And then there's still, like, that thought that's, like, these are still humans. Mm -hmm. And one of them was, like, let's fire festival this bitch. Yep. And you're, like, but no, 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 you're making a. You're making a blockbuster movie mm-hmm. that's like a uh, hundred million dollars. And you're like, yeah, but we can fucking do it. We'll just do it. And you're like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. Well, I think it's also like what Brian asked us. One of the many questions that Brian asked us in the F9 episode was about like which of these movies was the most important one when it came out. And like for this movie that like, OK, so Tokyo Drift had like basically no budget. Like without that Vin Diesel cameo, it would have been basically straight to video. Nobody would have seen Pretty it. Much. Nobody would have loved yeah. it except for yeah. fans or whatever. And so this one is like the most important one in the franchise. If this, if this doesn't work, you know, it's dead. They're like, let's just wing it. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, like, just in life, you know mm-hmm. that this is like true. But you're like, no, like in something that has this many people, nobody could have like. We often ask this when we're like when somebody made the movie. You're like. Who didn't say no to this? Yep. Right? Like, we're like, like, you know, we hear a line, like Letty, like, always talking about vaginas or something weird. And you're like, who was like, that's okay? Yep. And you're like, oh no, there's just like a hundred people that were like, fuck it. That's what we're doing then. Like, one guy's like, what if she says this? And you're like, yep, that works. Cool. Shoot it. And mm-hmm. you're like, nobody had a qualm about any of, okay. The only other note I think I have from this episode, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look back one more time, is they talk about casting Gal Gadot. And it's yes. really funny how they talk about, like, they all just want to say she was the hottest one in the room, but nobody yes. says that. Yes. Like, they're just like... Her her excellent army skills she were... She stood out. Were, she stood out, yes. With her, I'm not with her remotely magnificent... surprised she's the one Justin went with. It's like, yeah. She's a know. fucking babe. Justin Lin looked at her and was like, can I get to spend three months with that woman? Mm-hmm. Yes. But nobody says, like, oh, she was just... Because, like, you can't say that. But, like, everyone is, like, basically smiling being like, yeah, wow, I, I, we all knew she was going to be the one. Yeah, pretty much. Even though she had no acting experience. Oh, by the way, they just gave the role to fucking Lucas Black. Like, they were like, yeah, we gave the role to Lucas Black in Tokyo Drift without him auditioning. Wild-ass choice. I think it's just like this is going to be a movie. Like this movie, nobody's nobody's going to give a shit about this movie. Like I think I think they really thought like this is just going to be like a thing. And you know video. what, Lucas Black thought that he was the shit getting this role without no audition. Like he yeah. was like, I was riding high, I was coming off a of jarhead, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking do this movie, Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. There's a difference to me, and I know that there really shouldn't be, but there's a difference to me between like 
Vin Diesel, who I've seen him like in, you know, we cover from the podcast, I've seen him like 40 movies, right? And then like Lucas Black, who I really only know from this movie, right? From Tokyo Drift. And so to see him in Jarhead or to see Jordana Brewster in Annapolis, like as a different character, I'm just like, well, that's weird. Like it's it's weird to it's see very him strange. a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else, any other notes you have about, again, like not a bad episode. Just I think I think it's weird that they crammed two, there's only six episodes for, I don't know when, I think, I guess maybe 10 movies or something, right? Like there's a lot of movies. Yeah, 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 nine. Nine when this came out, probably. Nine plus Hobbs, right? Maybe Hobbs, maybe not Hobbs. The last thing that I have is that I really like that Lucas Black was describing the barrel roll in Shangri-La. And it's like the car is on a rotisserie and that because that also looks very CG. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, it's practical. They had all this trash in there. It was just floating around. And it's like that Tabasco is fake as fuck. But like you yeah. shot most of this practically. OK, it looks like the next episode is about five. And then the one after that is mostly about Paul dying. And then the one after that is after Paul. Like that seems to be based on the descriptions of the episodes, like what we have in store for the next three episodes. There's only six total. So we've done three of them. So like. Interesting. Okay. Five, seven. Their pacing future. is weird. Their pacing this, is weird. This, their pacing is weird. So I was saying to you on Facebook before we started that, like, the first movie obviously you need a full episode about. The second movie makes sort of sense to do a full episode about. But like, uh, here, no, two, two, two feels like it's too much. I, I think you could combine like two and three together. But I guess it's like with the Justin Lin transition, like one and two together. I I don't know how I don't know how I would break it up other than I don't know. Well, because like because at at a certain point these become such a well oiled machine that like there's like less interesting stuff because it's just like this becomes a Hollywood production. But here it's like these are the movies that like make or break the franchise. So to jam in the one that like was a cast off into like the linchpin that like saved the franchise into a single hour, like twenty eight minutes on Tokyo Drift and sixteen on four, just like okay, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway. Icons on Earth. Icons on Earth. Brought to you by Tokyo Underground. We have a Patreon page, TooFast2Forever.com. Shout out to Cassie Wilson, Nick Burris, Alex Ellen, and Justin Kleinman, Brian Rodriguez of High School Slumber Party, Wes Hampton, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden, Renato D. Donato, Michael McGann, Lane Middleton, Lindsay Lewandowski, Nate Milton of the Kings of Sports, Jason Rainey, Tom Price, Mike Gallier, Josh Buckley of Whole Lot of Wolves, Michael Moser, Christian Larson, Tara New One, Aaron Willowson, Natalie Absolute, Randy Carter, Josh Goularm, and Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Mon Montez. I said it last week. I'll say it again. We are closer now to our six bonus episodes coming out the rest of this lap. So if you want oh, true, 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 to true. join from a dollar a month, too fast, too far. One dollar. Five dollars gets you stickers. Ten dollars gets you a pick every lap. More gets you more. Don't do more. But you can also do more. You know, some too guys fast, did. Too forever.com. And if you want to email in family at cageclub.me and Joe, we have no real emails, but we've made good Three sales on T Public. Are they all George made... Pickens? Please tell me they're all George Pickens because he had a fucking monster two games. He had a monster two on games. On my birthday, on the 15th of December, we got a George Pickens t shirt and a George Pickens hoodie, which I didn't even know that was an option. Somebody bought <laughs> I a didn't know that was an option. <laughs> Somebody's out there with a George Pickens Fast and the Furious hoodie, and it's not us. And then that's incredible. And that's Christmas. Somebody got this. Somebody opened, mm-hmm. and they were like, this is this is my dream. Oh my god! This goes back to like me sending strangers their wedding registries. I wish I had the video of the person that opened that package and was like, 
you got the George Pickens watching Fast and the Furious picture as a hoodie for I, Christmas? They're like, where did you find this? These are the kind of questions that – these are my favorite Christmas presents. Ones that I open and I'm like, why does this exist? Where did you find this? How? Like, I'm of the mind that these are overwhelmingly being bought for the person who pays for it. Like, they're not – gifts no just gifts to themselves no. you think they're no. people giving them to other people uh, in in december on the 15th that was somebody buying a present because also on the 17th uh george pickens t-shirt yes sold yeah. there so that same weekend and then the 20th wednesday the 20th another t-shirt of george pickens so but that was a nice one that was a we got because we make two dollars or four dollars a shirt <laughs> like, there's no money here like whatever you spend but the regular T-shirt we get two dollars, but this was a, a nice T-shirt because we got four dollars for it. So I wanna, I wish I could have the video of a kid opening that thing and being like, "What is this?" Or like, or stoked, at, like whoever that, like they should be listening. We should have like a secret tracker in these that, like, we be like, "Boy, do we have podcast for you?" Like, just like slide that in the the, the hoodie pocket. Well, because we know. I, we don't know, but I would assume people who actually listen to the podcast are not buying that. People who listen to the podcast are buying things with Fuck our logo. no. I would assume so. Or like cha-cha-cha or like something fun, something that is interesting. Overwhelmingly, the thing that we've sold the most of, like 95% of everything we've sold is this one thing that there's like 60 of there out in the world <laughs> for a thing that you just wanted to own yourself. Just one for me. That's the dumbest thing ever that I was like, nobody else would ever combine these two stupid things. And they did, and people like like like. And it. like the T public SEO, like it's it's, I can't believe it works. It just like add a bunch of words. People might. I'm just like I don't know George Pickens. Like I guess I mean it, it works, right? But like, I guess if people go on T public and search George Pickens, there's probably not a lot of George Pickens things in general. Actually, is there really? Like, can look. we search? Yeah, let's look. That's what I want to see now too. No, there's a lot of Steelers things, but we're like we're like 14th. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen. We're the. 20 Are we like thing. the first one of him? No, we're not even the first one of him. No, everything is everything is Steelers colors. Everything is Steelers. Everything is Steelers or Georgia. You're right. We're us. like way low, and it's like there's like him making sick catches. Like these are like actual like good, interesting designs, and then you just have like the dumbest picture. We're the only thing that comes up for NFL Young Boy. But I mean that's hyper specific. <sighs> George Pickens, so the NFL young boy, watches the NFL draft and Fast Five in an unusual way. Is our description of? Do you still wear yours? Yeah, it's worn out. I need to buy a new one. Buy I wore it one. so much that it's. I, I seriously worn it so you can get it in tie dye. That would be so strange. Okay, I might have to get a tie dye one. Dude, do it. But I want that. I want that. Should I get heavyweight? No, because like, so that, that, yeah. 30 like, weight? No, I've 40 s- weight? <laughs> You're a great fence there. I think you gotta buy a hoodie. Oh, it was a kid's hoodie. We don't sell it. We sell a crew neck for, no, we do sell a hoodie. Never mind. And I, by we, I mean like, I just like upload art and I just say, sell it on everything. And it, yeah, it's sell it on everything. Um, but it was a kid's hoodie. So there's a child out there wearing this. No, no, no. There is a real hoodie. It, it didn't say kids. Hoodie. Okay. It's an adult hoodie. We sold. It doesn't tell you like the size. It will say kids tea. Okay. Yeah. So we know it's, no- so this was for an adult. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like hoodies that don't zip. You know this about me. Oh, I don't you wear like hoodies that don't. No, never. Oh, I love a pullover. I don't. It's just too restricting. I feel like I'm in jail. We also have. Oh boy, I didn't realize they were all in the same movie. We have three YouTube comments. Guess what movie they're all on? Tulane Blacktop. Nope. Two more guesses. Uh, there's only Hollywood there's only three Nights. options. Hollywood Nights. Oh, I guess there's like five options. No. One more guess. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, I don't know. What is it? It's not Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. It is Vanishing Point. We have three comments okay. on Vanishing So something must have, like somewhere, some community of boomers <laughs> talking about movies must have brought up Vanishing Point because we got three comments on Vanishing Point in the last two and a half weeks. Okay. December 16th from Donna Morrison. What no movie? WTF. Thanks, Donna. Thanks, then Donna. on December 22nd, 9 of 9 says clickbait alert, crying emoji, crying emoji, crying emoji. Clickbait clickbait that says podcast, the Too Fast, Too Forever podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then on New Year's Day from Nick Panaritis, no video, question mark, question mark, question mark. Okay. It's so funny, like... <laughs> For how to win the lottery, I I made videos for all those, and I'm like uploading. Like I didn't. I we've only had the YouTube page for that for like two months, but I've uploaded all those like one a day and just like catching up or whatever. And it's funny to see videos that are actually watched. Like we have like three plays over there, but like some like interviews that we've done or like books that people. Oh love, yeah, like, people oh, actually yeah. watch it. Like an average view time of like twenty minutes. I'm like oh, people actually care. Like at least one person fully watches video. Yeah. For. Almost every single Too Fast video, the average duration is like two seconds. So you're like, oh, not the movie. Click off, right? I think that number only goes up when they leave it playing to leave a comment. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Yes. So. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for commenting, all of you people that were calling us motor mouths today. Apparently, some people do watch on YouTube. Some people do. I know the Reaction Rocket does. Other people might. Who knows? We have one comment on Patreon. This is going to be an ongoing battle. Randy Carter commented, only have to ignore one line of dialogue for 1989 to make sense. Not a million things, as you allude to, I will die on this hill. Randy, I've said it before. Everybody's requested you to join the Discord because they want to argue at you. And uh, that's usually what happens there. So if you want to join, let us know, and we'll add you in so that you can explain yourself to Lane and Wes and everybody else that was asking for you to explain yourself. The Discord only has like a handful of people, but it's fairly active. It's fairly active. If you want to post pictures of your cats, you can do that in there too. I posted a picture of the, speaking of weird t-shirts, I posted a picture of the shirt that my sister had made for me of my cat, Dana, with three pictures of Dana, and it says Dana, and it's an outer space. She was sending me it's these pictures. It's my favorite aesthetic ever of t-shirts. She it's was like sending me these pictures. Like she found an Instagram ad, and there was just like a dog named Jeff, and there she's like, I was going to buy you just a dog named Jeff shirt, and then like she was sending me these things. I'm like, I love these, and I never even once thought she was going to make me make one for me, um, and then she made a Dana shirt, and I was like, this is unbelievable. Incredible. Very, very good. But that's all the emails we have, family at cageclub.me. We're not going to record. Well, it'll be out in three weeks. We're not going to record for four weeks. So if you want to get it in, you know, you know when, three weeks from now, family at cageclub.me, please. And thank you, Joe. Extracurricular activities to close up shop. What have you been up to since we recorded our last minute episode? Do you want to do our tandem one first or separates and then tandem? You could do tandem. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do. 
Okay. Uh, for the holiday, Rachel and I did nothing, but then we went and visited her parents and her um, stepsister in Delaware. We had a very nice time with them. Uh, spent like we went the day after Christmas. Spent about four or five days there. We went to go see a fun time magic show with a guy that was on uh, the Penn and Teller. I forget the name of it, but the Penn and Teller like how to like what is it trick pen and teller or something like fool that us? do you know the show mm-hmm. fool us yes yeah, i watched like eight, eight or nine seasons of that show i watched a lot of that show and then at a certain point i was like i was two seasons behind i'm like i'm good i'm never gonna catch up i'm good yeah he, no, he was yeah he was on that show once it was really cool he did a he like he did like an insane fucking thing it was insane he did this like this one trick that was just bonkers that was like was he a card he like what kind of magic was it it every, kind of everything okay. about these kind of things. Um, but, like, his big trick was something really cool that was, like, okay, he, like, asked, like, one guy to pick a number and then somebody else in the audience to pick a number and then somebody else in the audience to pick a number. Then he, like, took somebody's phone and he's, like, here, like, I'm going to walk down the line and, like, all of you, like, put your – like, he held the phone upside down. And he's, like, put your finger up and, like, touch a number. Mm-hmm. And he, like, did all this and it, like, equaled, like, the date and the time. He was, like, oh, yeah, it's, like – this is the date and this is the time. Like it was like multiplied plus my blah, 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 blah. And then like the numbers that added out were like 12, whatever, whatever, yep. eight Oh four PM. Sweet. I was like nuts. Cool. So we did that. Um, then we all got COVID. So then we came Sweet. home. We, <laughs> yeah. So I've been dealing with that. Uh, we're doing better today. It sucked, but all of us got it. I don't know how the fuck we did. We didn't like really fucking do everyone. Sick. This magic Everyone show. is sick. Everyone is sick. Everyone is sick. So just be careful out there. This COVID banged us up. Please be safe. Uh, us as in, I don't have, I don't have COVID. I have, I have a slight cold that I'm, I'm on the. No, I meant us as in like as in the our entire family that was together. Yeah, that was everybody that was together for Christmas got it. So and we didn't, like I said, we didn't fucking do anything besides go to this magic show that was like fifty people in like a pretty open theater. Doesn't fucking make sense. Whatever. Be safe. That was pretty much it off the top of my head of like cool things that I did besides what I did with you. So go and then we can meet up in the middle. I got tickets to a oh oh you want me to be, get to that at meet the up end. in the middle. What did okay. I say? I was excited to do it. Uh, I had my birthday, so I had a birthday party here. Margaret and I went to the city, and I had a bunch of friends over that you couldn't come to because you were busy. Because also my birthday is the same weekend as Rachel's birthday. It's they always overlap, and it either storms or when rachel works or mm-hmm. now she doesn't work during that and yes or it's whatever. a christmas party weekend and we can't do anything anyway but exactly that was fun um had a lot of people there Good. so then what was okay so the night after my birthday party two of my friends who came over were my college roommates and uh, a friend of the show melissa Lynham, is married to one of them and the three of them with one of their dad was going to go to a devil's game and I was doing the cross with Melissa because I do the crossword with Melissa. And she was like, oh, I was like, half on the devil's game tonight. And she said, oh, I'm sick. I'm not going. I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. And then like, I didn't think anything of it. And then, like two minutes later, her husband, Casey, who I lived with the last two years of college, texts me. He's like, hey, you want to go to the devil's game? And I'm like, I am so tired. I just spent like 48 hours like on with friends, with Pete. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. Sure, I'll go. Free devil's ticket. Why not? So we went to the devil's game. It was a lot of fun. Who they play? Did they win? No, they no, lost. Right? They played, I cursed you. They played. You the were ducks, like, yes, and they lost. Yeah, you were like, oh. Joey messages me. He's like, they're playing the Ducks tonight. The Ducks suck. They should win. I was like, nothing's guaranteed in hockey, and then they lost badly. Yeah, I remember. Sorry. 
I was also like, I don't know if I need to go to the Devils game because I had gotten tickets to the Rangers game and the Devils game. So I went with Margaret to the Devils game. But you, me, and Dan the Duke Hayden went to, had a boys day out in the city and went to the Rangers game. And it was great because the Rangers lost, the Rags lost, and it's, the seats were great. And oh, yeah, yeah. So we went it and it was, it was Rangers versus Oilers. Yep. Um, we get down to the city early. Dan pointed us to t- two great dive bars. Mm-hmm. Two, and I fucking love Manhattan dive bar. The first one that we were in, it was like full of essentially steam fitters, right? Like these guys were like construction workers in Manhattan that mm-hmm. hang out at this bar. It was like a dingy cash only shot in a beer is the only thing you can get, right? Or like you got a beer and he was like, do you want your free shot with it? You were like, no. He's like, that's dumb. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, shot in a beer uh-huh. dive bar, fucking incredible, cash only. I was like, this place written down. I'm coming back here. Oh, you said some guy walked in and was like, why do you have a map of what China? China on the wall, on the wall? and the bartender was just like, never thought about it. Don't know. <laughs> but like the yeah. entire bar was like adorned with like just weird shit that clearly had been gifted to them. It's like, why would you ask about that as opposed to anything, or why would you ask about anything at all? Incredible, top tier, love this place. Going back, then we went up to another place, also fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, that place was five dollars shots and beers in Manhattan. Insane. What was the liquor that we got? It was banana what? Banana whiskey, banana bourbon, right? Yeah, I saw a bottle. Like that's a cool bottle. And we saw it was like banana bourbon. I'm just like, oh, I definitely don't that want sound, that. Sounds like it could be that. really bad. But we tried it. Yeah, and it was actually it was exactly what you tasted. Like what we thought it would be, like, what what you thought it would be like, but it was. Not bad. Fine. It was better than I assumed. It had like some monkey on it or something, something yeah. monkey. And then uh, Dan Hayden met us, and then we went to the Rangers game. They played the Oilers. Yep. Uh, there was a Rangers fans almost got into a fight with each other yep. around us because one was swearing, and then the other one was mad because there was children around, and then they just sweared at each other for a bunch and then didn't fight each other because they were just old, angry mm-hmm. guys. Yep. And um, the Rangers were up. And I was like, this team looks like they suck. So I bet the Oilers to win. And yeah, then they were the up Oilers one nothing. Won. You bet the Oilers money line, and the Oilers won four one. They scored like four unanswered goals. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they just dog walk. And then, oh no, but the score was closer because they scored the goal with like point one second left in the third. Remember, it was like it ended four three. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Either way, great time, great seats. I was happy to see you guys, and uh, happy to see Dan because he's a good guy too. So. Then I went down to Texas for Christmas, came back up here, did New Year's. But basically everything I've been doing in my free time has been watching movies to try to sort of, you know, the same thing every December. Just try to watch as many new releases as I possibly can. Some highlights. A Fire, which is a movie that you're not going to like, but Mark Hoffmeyer and I love by Christian Petzold, who has made nothing but absolute all-time great movies. Uh, that okay. movie was really good. Full Time, which is a Mark recommendation, was great. No One Will Save You is great. The Pope's Exorcist was fun. Um, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, which Brian and Eisen did a very long episode on in High School Summer Party, was great. Ryan Lane was great. I'm just not going to – there's too many. But, like, Ryan Lane was great. Scrapper was great. Nimona was great. Um, I went to the theater to see Anyone But You, that Sydney Sweeney Glenn Powell movie, which is exactly what you think it's going to be. So if you want to see hot people fight and fuck, which is the top review on Letterboxd, go see Anyone But You. <laughs> okay. I watched on Netflix Rebel Moon, the new Zack Snyder movie, like that people are saying, it's a ripoff, it sucks, it's a ripoff of Star Wars, it's fine. It's, you know, it's a pretty movie to look at, you know, whatever. Yeah. 
the really, really good one. Well, I saw Margaret and I saw Poor Things in theaters, which is the New Yorkers Lanthimos movie, which is wild, and I love that. But the other really, really good movie I saw, which I think is on Max, it's a documentary. It's the Nan Golden documentary, but also about the Sackler family. It's called All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, and it is so, so good. It's a documentary about Nan Golden, the artist, her life. Like, it's like a biopic kind of of her, like, not a biopic, but like a a documentary about her life as it overlaps with the Sackler family who did the opioid, who basically caused the opioid crisis and like, Oh yeah, yeah. I saw this. I saw so previews for this. Yeah. It's really, really good. Um, like one of the best movies, not, not one of my favorite movies. Cause like a heavy subject matter and documentary and whatever, but like in terms of like actual craft of filmmaking, like one of the best movies I saw all year. Um, I still have a bunch more movies that I'm going to watch my, by the time this episode is out, my favorite video every year, David Ehrlich's Best of Countdown, will be out. Oh, he announced yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be out on Monday, January 8th, which, as you're listening to this, was either earlier this week for patrons or last week for the main feed. As we record that, it's still next week. And I'm so excited. So I'm going to keep watching you know, new releases through then, and then once that's done, move on to other stuff. But I found a lot of good stuff. I was on a real roll there in terms of finding good things, which is very good, because sometimes I get bogged down into... Shit. Absolute bullshit. But I was also... So I will tell you, one of my like i don't really have very many um new year's resolutions because I, I i'm pretty happy with things and i think i'd whatever whatever but one of my things new one year's of my new go ahead new year's resolutions is to say no to more things which i think make i'm you... very proud of you yeah. if i've taught you anything it's how to say no to shit yep i hope that you you can attribute part of that to me I say no to a lot of shit, and saying no to shit makes your life so much easier. There is a very funny line in "Are You There, God?" It's me, Margaret. When like when Rachel McAdams like the city, like it's about a family who moves from New York to New Jersey, and it's you know it's following the young girl as she comes of age, and she really wants her period. Like it's based on the Judy Bloom book, but her mom, Rachel McAdams, is a stay at home mom, and she's just like basically seeking like she wants meaning in the suburbs, and so she joins like every school club. Like, every, like, parent-teacher club that, like, she can join to help out with the school or whatever, she joins all of those. And then she just, like, realizes she kind of hates all those women eventually. Yeah. And toward the end of the movie, the woman who, like, runs it just like, hey, I think you'd be great for these three clubs. And she goes, I'd really, really love to. I just don't want to. And she just drives away. And she's like, yeah, that's a very nice. No, I don't even want to. That People get so pe- – Say say what you feel about something to someone. No, I think she. I think she said their she reaction. Would, she would. She would love to be able to help and like you know do good, but like I don't want to. No. I, I don't even want to do that. Like I, I don't even preclude it with like niceties. Yeah, They're, like people are just like like hey, uh, do you want to come hang out? I'm like that sounds like a terrible idea. I don't want to do any of that. And they're like what? And I'm like sorry. Like that's just honesty. Like yeah. I'm just gonna stay home and sit on my couch. Sorry. The other thing in relation to that is that I want to, I'm not going to watch, like, people are like, I'm going to watch less TV. I'm going to read more books. I'm gonna, whatever. It's like, no, I, I read enough. I'm not going to watch less. I'm, I'm going to watch a shit. I'm going to watch an unhealthy amount of stuff anyway. But I want to be more <laughs> intentful or purposeful in what I watch. And, like, I say this as I'm, like, grinding my way through this Godzilla show, which is not great. And I don't, don't watch the Godzilla show. Like, that's kind of like, but, like, if I'm not feeling a movie, if I'm not feeling a TV show, instead of like trying to like, and I've been better about this the last couple of years, but I've not, I'm not. Just stop. But just stop. Like Michael Moser in the Discord, shout out to the Discord once again, I was like, I want to go back into reading. What would you recommend? And I gave him a bunch of books. I'm like, but look, like whatever you read, if you don't, if you're not feeling it, there's so much out there. Just like read stop. something else. Like if, if you're yeah. watching a TV show and you're like, I don't know if I like this, like stop. Yeah, I know. People are like, so like, no, you have to finish what you started. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. The universe no, you don't. will tell you, like, if you're, quote unquote, supposed to watch a thing, 
you'll you'll realize you should watch the thing. Or if you're like, everyone loves Breaking Bad, but I can't stand it. Don't watch Breaking Bad. I don't give a shit. Not everything's for everyone. That's what I'm saying. And if you if you're like a really like me, if you fucking love 90 Day Fiance for the messy bullshit, watch it. Yep. Don't feel bad about it. Just fucking do it. Yep. It doesn't matter. They make it for someone and that someone can be you. I love this. Good. I like this New Year, New Joey. I like Say this. no to more things and also just like bail on stuff that I'm not feeling. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. This. Oh, man. We've come a long, long way together through the good times and the bad. As we are bearing down. And this is no shit. No? You You're going to leave me hanging? No, no, no. What would you, uh, you say? You have to hear it in the fucking edit then. No, say it again. No. You get it in the edit then. It was good. <sighs> You're not getting it here. I was you just missed it. You just wanted to fucking think. The irony of like, I want to watch things that I want to watch as we're about to enter the lap where I have the least control over what we watch as Michael and Josh sponsor the entire lap. <laughs> like, I'm looking forward to like a lot of what they put, but it's just like, I'm only going to watch things that I want to watch. And it's just like, here's two people who have paid to control my time for the next like eight months. You know what I mean? Like, so I was like, I had that it's in my incredible. mind. And so I wasn't listening to you because I was just like, realizing. Well, you missed a good joke and everybody else thought it was really funny except you because you didn't hear it. Oh, okay. I will I will hear it in the edits. But do you have anything else to say before we close up shop for this episode? Uh, no. Happy New Year. And um, yeah, shit's good. And like we said before, like we said last week and earlier in this episode, we have a lot of bonus episodes coming up. We have Mike Gallier's pick, Nick Burris's pick, Tara's pick, Aaron's pick, Randy's pick, and a bonus pick, of course, for the Super Bowl, which you, me, and Brian do every year. So oh, yeah. Check out TooFast2Forever.com for all of those. But for all things Too Fast, Too Forever, go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash Too Fast, Too Forever, or at Too Fast, Too Forever on all the platforms. Email us, family at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon page at TooFastTooForever.com and our store at cageclub.me slash shop. And come back next week ooh, for Fast 10. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. And we will tell you all about it when we see you again.